Hi, Casey. Hello, Danielle. Now I see we have a friend joining us today, don't we? We do. We have a... I heard her. A legacy member. Well, she'll be taking this from all of us. I hope she sees what she has in front of her. This is this is what is, will be hers. This is what she'll be fighting her siblings for in court. Yeah, and fighting my daughter for. They will fight it to the death. One of them will win. <laughs> Absolutely. Until they both realize when they get on the mic, they don't have it. What we yeah. have. Yeah, nobody does. But maybe then they start something else. I don't want them to. I wish them no success. Me too. <laughs> I'm like Mama D. I want De- I say I want Deandra to be okay, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> you know, she'll never have my beauty. She'll never have my company. And I'm like, Dale, you better freeze your eggs now. Yeah. You barren, barren child. <laughs> Casey Rose Wilson. Yes. How are you? I'm glad to see you. You know, as you are, Danielle, when you have a newborn, you're just not all there, you know, but that's, I'm embracing it. Yeah, you really are. Any adventures in newboredom? Oh, that sounded new boredom, I said. Not, I meant newborn How dare you, Danielle? Sorry, wow. Like... Now, my father has decided, yes. my father's gone sort of nuts buying your child gifts. <laughs> it's so nice and appreciated. Yeah, it's just odd. He's so kind. I love your dad. But it's sweet. It's just, he's really decided that anything my child needs, Frankie needs too. Not not your boys. Not not a thing for no. your boys. Well, that's okay. Well, he knows of daughters. Yes. He has three daughters. He has three daughters and has so many girl grandchildren. But so he got Sydney a gift. He thought, he decided that Sydney needed the phrase, I think, therefore I am on a shirt. Mm. Um, mm. but needed it in Latin and had it said onto a shirt, like, you know, like oh, had personalized, personalized it. it on a shirt. And then, and he was like, how's it going? How's that shirt going? And I was like, oh, it, it's okay. And he's like, I really think it's going to be a conversation starter for her. <laughs> Kids are going to see that Latin and it, they're going to mm. wonder what that's about. And that's going to really start some conversations for her. That's going to get some balls rolling. And I was like, okay, okay. And then every day he's asking me, so how's the shirt? How's it going? <laughs> I've never heard someone ask of a piece of clothing they bought, how's it going? As though it's like, it, it goes past just putting it on. Yeah, he's like, this is, the gift is going to be the social life it brings you. That's right. We're not even at the gift yet. No, no, the gift is what the gift brings. And then he was like, it wasn't enough for Sydney. He's like, Danielle, I did something. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I feel like Frankie needs this too. So there's nothing cuter oh than a baby God. in Latin, basically. <laughs> you know what? He's never been more right. And I, I, I'm I, going to keep him so prized because, by the way, if you see a baby in that, that is a conversation starter, I think. Yeah, that's a conversation starter. For you too, you're going to see new moms at the park because you're going to have to make some, some, some new mom friends that are... Danielle, I promise you I wasn't going to make any more new mom friends. That's my goal with three, not one more. But Casey, then I wouldn't put her in this onesie because this is going to get you new friends. I kid, I kid, therefore I am. How about that? Yeah. So anyway, Casey, Get get ready for your new friends and your new conversations. I can't wait to to have to fend them off, fend off all of the you. But you know what? But it sounds to me like he's bringing me something I need in my life and and for my daughter, and I'm thrilled for it. Yeah, and keep us surprised if anything you know percolates with Sid and the gals or the guys on the playground. Yeah. A nine year old in Latin people are gonna have questions. People are <laughs> gonna take notice. <laughs> it's gonna turn a couple heads. Yeah. 
a couple nerds' heads are going to turn. Yeah. yeah, people are going to be like, what's that? And then D- Sydney did say, <laughs> she got it wrong because Matt goes like, what is that? And she goes, it's German. <laughs> she mm. doesn't know. Well, that's all part of the conversation. Yeah. Speaking of conversations, Danielle, and I am so grateful for your father. You know, I have been locked. You know, when you're you're breastfeeding or you're you're doing bottles as I am, and I'm in like the pitch black, and then the baby's sleeping on me for hours at a time, you're in a weird headspace. I'm just like in a dark room. Yeah. And I'm having a blast. Don't get me wrong, you know, but like the baby's passed out on me. I've got my arms like around her texting. So I'm Mm -hmm. like always afraid I'm going to drop the phone on her head and... It's such a hard life, you know, with my arms straining. Yes, and texting. But there's some things it's like, I haven't been able to do huge things in my life, but there's some things during maternity leave where I'll like land a plane on, like these moms in the class and and dads, I don't want to, you know. No. But there was this like craft day at my son's school and it was really reminding me of pajama day back in the day when we started the podcast and we yes. received the transcripts of moms fighting over pajama day. I do. I'll never forget. It's oh, it's never far from like the front of my brain. Like it's always there. A friend of ours gave it to us who shall remain nameless and it's still the greatest gift we've ever been given. And she simply sent it and said, please read. Change the names and feel free to read because she's in theater, by the way, and she and, knew. And thank God because it really... Talk about conversation you. starter. Yes. People going nuts over how many pictures are at Pajama Day. And and 10 women emailing the just the transcripts. It was the most, it was an oral history of Pajama Day at this East Coast, you know, private school. But this time I'm the one that's like a little bit embarrassed because basically there was a craft day and they divided the parents who wanted to volunteer into like groups of five. Which I cannot believe that you're volunteering when you like you're a super mom. I wouldn't leave no, my I'm house, not. but anyway. Well, you know, I'm trying to be like, okay, I'm still doing stuff with the other, you know, with my boys. They would be long forgotten. Long forgotten. (laughs) It did feel a little crazy at like two weeks to be out there. I guess it was three. So it was like, okay, well, what craft are we doing? But while we're planning the craft, she is like six days old. And the emails are, you know, and I don't even want to say they're flying, Danielle. I have a newborn, but everyone's busy on this chain. All working Mm -hmm. moms, you know. They said, you know, come up with your craft. One mom, lovely right? Guys, basically like, let's just call it a day at this craft, you know? Mm -hmm. No one's trying to like do the most here. And she's like, no. And she's like, what about this? Like really fun. It's just like felt French fries. And they had some Valentine's Day slogan. I can't remember, but like kids would make felt French fries with like hearts all over them. And it was really cute. And then she's like, but I can't tell you like how not invested I am in this. If anyone has any ideas, like, please, you know, let me know. Why do I write Danielle with a new idea? Mm. I have no business offering no business. no business. Even if I had all faculties, no child, like it's not my area. So I go a Google and I go a Pinterest and I come back with what I think is an alternative idea. And I'm like, guys, love all that with the fries. I'm like, but what about if the kids made these plastic goggle Google glasses and then we put felt hearts around them? Mm. No one responds for six days. <laughs> okay. Six full days Six days. And I thought I'd made it pretty clear, like, love the fries too. Like, this is a yes and, you know? It's not a no or. Like, it, it. so at that point, I decide, you know, you're, again, delirious. I decide to peel off from that chain and write a mom in the group that I think is like, I know she's really funny, but I don't know her that well. And that was a mistake. And I just wrote her. And again, I don't know her that well, but we've had a back and forth or two. And I just wrote her and I said, hey, I have to say, I'm really surprised that 
you did not throw your support behind my Google eyes and instead seemed to throw your support behind the felt fries. Now, I'm joking, Danielle, obviously, right? But you know when you read some things back and I was like, it really didn't seem like I was joking. And I'm like, I guess I'm just pretty hurt because, you know, I have a newborn. I don't have a ton of time. And for me to look up Google goggle eyes with felt hearts, it just feels like I really put myself out there. And yet, and I thought, and I write, and I thought you were my all caps friend. Ah! I I go, you had a chance to say something and yet you stayed silent. Casey, now I send that. I don't even think about it. I don't even remember it. Another five days goes by. Five days? Five days. I wake up, Danielle, almost like in a drenched in sweat, like, <gasps> I'm like, she doesn't know I was joking. I write her back, Danielle, in all crazed caps in the middle of the night. I'm like, I pray you know I was joking. Never heard back. Never? No. And then some another mom was basically like, oh yeah, sure, to those goggle glasses. Sure. You know, then I forgot to order them, never brought them. No. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was counting on them. I ended up having to open up Google on my phone and looking at Valentine's Day riddles for seven-year-olds and reading riddles on the ground. Off of your phone? Yeah. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. You know, this woman knows I've like desperately sent her all these emails and retractions. And then when I saw her... How did you look her in the eye? I didn't. Deanna goes, I pray, please don't touch this. Don't make another joke. You're not in your right head. Like, it's so (laughs) desperate. And also this woman's really cool and I like want her to like me. And she had the gall, the unmitigated gall, Danielle, to wear these color combinations. This is how cool she is. She wore maroon sweater and a hot pink trouser. Wow. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Casey. You should never talk to her again. (laughs) No, and I'm not going to. Actually felt good. Like, you know, sometimes you like people so much, you know, they don't like you. So you just let them like drop the rope. I've never dropped the rope and I should. So I, Danielle, there wasn't even, I wasn't even holding anything. There was nothing left to drop. So I just. (sighs) That's a good lesson for all of us guys. Have you, you have, you've never dropped a rope. I've never dropped a rope. And I should, so many times I know, and I hold on tighter. I try and pull them in. It is so ugly. It's a part of me. I am so not proud of, but I just try harder and it has plagued me my whole life, Casey. I'll never drop the rope. I've had the rope cut from under me, but I've sure. never dropped The rope is frayed into oblivion. Frayed, burned. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think you and I share that quality and it's... Yeah. Someone tells you, no, you just hold on tighter. Hold on tighter. And it's not like, oh, and then it works for us. No, it's not like you don't give up. It's not one of those stories where it's like, I didn't give up. And then in the end, it's like... And then in the end, I'm wearing that maroon sweater because we're besties. It's like, she's not really looking at me. And if anything, people are like, I can't believe you're here with a newborn. Like the way they were looking at me was actually like... Judgmental. Yeah. Like, go home. Like, we don't, your services are not needed. Here. Right. We don't need you on the ground reading riddles. Like, please leave. Please leave. Oh, Casey, I'm so sorry. And yet, I think this was a lesson of where you need to be right now, which is not, not in the public. It's not in the public. Because then I write another mom and I show her the glasses and I tell her what happened. I'm like, would you have known no, I was joking? Casey. Yeah. I go, would you have known I was joking? And she goes, totally. Those glasses are hilarious. And I go, well, no. Talking about the email, not the glasses. She goes, oh, I thought you were kidding that that was the craft. I was like, no. Oh, then I tell Deanna and I'm like, can you believe this woman thought I was kidding about the glasses? I think they're really cute. And Deanna wrote, the right, they're so cute. I cannot wait to see Bear and his little friends with those glasses. And I had to say, no, this is for Max. Older kid. She goes, oh, no. <laughs> it was a disaster. Oh, Casey. <laughs> 
Well, I think it's good that we acknowledge and we move forward and we don't look back. We just can't look back. We can't look back in anger. No, and I want to acknowledge briefly all of you that reached out about doing our TikTok services. We will be getting to you and I am so grateful for the responses that we received. You all, as always, come to our rescue. Lovely. Some of you had brilliant resumes. Others were just like, I barely know this, but I will help you because I'm tired of watching this. (laughs) You know? I can't. You're so pathetic that I don't, I can't. I will learn TikTok. And I appreciate those the most. Those people I don't even know, but are willing so that we will shut the fuck up and just get to (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Casey, you know what I also appreciate? So many of you have bought tickets for our show coming up. We're doing Bitch Sesh live from home. March 23rd, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, 8.30 Eastern time from the comfort of your own home, guys. Go to moment.co slash bitch sesh. Jason Manzouk is our guest. So many other surprises. It's, I'm so excited. Danielle, I have some surprises for you that you don't know about. Oh, no. Well, one time you surprised me with Drew Barrymore. I can't even imagine what could happen. (sighs) And what a journey that was to try to get you into hair and makeup. I know, and I did it. It did took some, you really had to twist my leg. You had to basically be like, if you don't get in hair and makeup, we're not going to, like, we have like a TV show or something. You yeah. really- I was like, up. executives are watching us to be on television. Like, and you were right, but it's not on TV now, right? I was like, mm. <laughs> like put on a lip, God damn it. Brush I was your like, hair. They, they may not hire us if you're not in. And you're like, but they'll know what we look like. I was like, I cannot with you, please. I basically had to say it's Andy and he wants to like send a reel in for us, like making up just lies upon lies. I know. And I, but I did it. I came through. And you looked fantastic. I did. I did. I'm so glad that Drew saw me in my best form. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Casey, thank you for coming and talking to us today. We have an amazing guest. I know. Oh, Lord. This is a guest upon guest, Danielle. She is so funny, so smart. She's a housewife's. Uh, lover as well, came late to the game, but loves it. Um, has, you know, some favorite cities she loves more, but um, but I'm excited for you guys to meet her. Yes, she is lovely. She was a writer on Marry Me. I got to meet her there and she's funny as hell. But she's an Academy Award nominee, guys. We don't yeah, fuck around. We don't. And we won't, actually. And we won't. I love you, Danielle. I will be I back full time very soon. Thank you guys for just letting me check in and, and tell my babblings. And I'm glad that we got to hear Frankie's little gurgle in the background. She, you guys? There she is. She's so goddamn cute. Like, I love her so much. No wonder my dad's sending her things. No, I'm so appreciative. Thank you, Mr. Schneider. She needs things, so I appreciate it. I think, therefore I am. Guys, today on Bitch Sesh, we have one of my favorite people on this planet. She's one of my closest friends. I adore her. She was also my boss for a long period. And that was tough on our relationship because we really knew our places. That was, that was tough. Um, But we've recovered. Like, I think, I think we're at a better, (laughs) I I, will find out today. You know, she's an incredible writer. One of the funniest people. I met her way back when on Marry Me, starring uh, my co-host, Casey Rose Wilson. And then she dared to hire me uh, on a show that will be coming out very soon called Clone High. Uh, it'll be coming out on HBO Max, it's still called, I think, in the spring. Unclear. And then she also, guys, no no joke, 
is an Oscar Award nominee. She was one of the writers of the latest Borat movie and got nominated for an Oscar and then wore a shrimp purse to the Oscars. Please welcome my very good friend and also a garbage person who loves terrible TV, Erica Rivanoia. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be here. I'm such a big fan. And I have to talk about that shrimp purse for a second. <laughs> shrimp purse. Because the reason I got to wear that shrimp purse was because of you, Danielle Schneider. I don't want to toot my own horn. Well, toot, toot. You're, you're coming in hot tooting your horn. But you have associations with all of the seafood-based purse companies. <laughs> I do, I do. And when when you reached out to them and they offered me the shrimp purse for free. And then I got so much press about this. Shrimp you really like, got so much press. You were covered in all of the the papers of note, you know, People Magazine, Daily Mail, uh, Just Jared. <laughs> just, I, just Jared got me. And then... CPAC Seafoods reach out to me. <laughs> CPAC the Seafoods, not CPAC the Conservative no, Political no, no, Action no. Committee. <laughs> Definitely not that. No, no, no. CPAC the Seafoods reached out to me and gave me free shrimp because of the shrimp purse. So now I will say I was I God bless anyone who offers anybody free things. I'm I'm a glutton for anything free. I will take it immediately and plug it. But they did only offer you like one package of shrimp, and I find that to be the I thought when they were going to send you things, they were going to send you like <laughs> like a huge package of different... And they sent you... I think it was one package of shrimp. It was three boxes of shrimp. Yeah. It was probably $9 total worth of shrimp. <laughs> but the way they they reached out to me through my agent, yeah. it was like, we, we hear you're a big fan of seafood. <laughs> we would love to send you some seafood. And like this... This thing came, this box came, and it was like the size of a casket. And wasn't one of them, and I'm not sure, but like one of them was like everything bagel flavored shrimp. Everything bagel <laughs> shrimp. And let me say this. It was so good. And I have and their promotion worked because I have since purchased everything bagel shrimp again. And it's it's very good. I highly recommend wow. it. Wow. Well, thank you for gracing us. You know, I don't think I had you on soon. You've always been a garbage person. Like, no one will watch garbage TV like you. Like, you will watch things nobody watches. And I'm shocked by it because you're also a very busy writer and mother and director. Like, so I'm surprised you have time in the day, but you always make time for garbage. And I appreciate that. You have to make time for what's important. Yeah. And trashy garbage <laughs> television is all, it's always, it's been a fundamental part of my life. And I guess I thought you were more elevated than me for some reason. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought like, oh, you won't go down into the, maybe because you're such a fan of seafood and I think seafood people are classy. <laughs> if you live on the coast, they're the classiest people. Um, so I don't think I knew. And then when I, we started texting offline just about, reality shows and stuff like that. And so you had to, I mean, I, I had to have you on. You also, when I said to the viewers, you turned me on to one of my favorite books that I had to give to my daughter called It's Not About the Stork, which mm. is telling my daughter about sex. And that, and I've graduated to the next book in this series, which it's is fantastic. Yeah, which is like, everything's okay or something. I forget, like, it's all okay. And we, but how, but it's great, right? It's so good. Can I tell you? I love it. We are, I had to take, my daughter is no longer allowed to keep it in her room, not because I don't want her looking at it or anything, but she shows it to too many friends who I'm like, 
I don't know if their parents have talked to them. So I've had to take it <laughs> back because she can't be left to her own devices with it. So, yeah. So, yeah. but now we've gotten into like sexual positions and stuff. Like, in the and I think that, that's, that's what you need to be doing with the fourth grade. It, but no, it really just, it's not that it tells them, it just shows a bunch of different people and different kind of like having sex. And so like, not again, in a very tame, it's really good, but it is, she, she could not take her eyes off that page. I will say that. I, I have to say my, cause I, my parents, which was pretty nice, actually gave me the sex talk at like fifth grade, uh-huh, I think. Uh-huh. And I just remember being like, wait, wait, what? Wait, this has been going. I had no idea. The period, like everything just blew my mind. And so I've always thought that sex education for young kids starting very young is really important. So they're not shocked and horrified and like, but I love that book. And I I have a 13 year old boy Mm -hmm. and he is, you'll see this when Sydney gets to this age, or maybe she already is because girls are so much faster than boys, but he started... He came home and was like, yeah, I wanted to use the number 69 for my soccer jersey, but they wouldn't let me. And I was like, all right, um, cool, cool. Thanks for opening up. And then I said, do you know, do you know what 69 is? And he's like, (laughs) and it became clear that he didn't really know what it was, but he just knew it was a number. And so speaking of sexual positions, my husband then... Who's a doctor? Your husband's a doctor? A medical professional. Medical professional. So he knows. <laughs> he knows He's been to medical school. He knows how 69ing works. Well, none of the rest of us could ever no, figure it out. No, no, no. And he drew a picture for my son and he hasn't... <laughs> He hasn't, he hasn't been uh, throwing the term 69 around <laughs> as much lately. Speaking of 69ers, we should really talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, oh, God. Erica, how do you come to New Jersey? I'm really, I'm curious where you land, how you sit, where you are, and, and, and what are your feelings about this newest season? I, so I was a little bit late to the game on New Jersey. I, mm-hmm. when I found out I was coming on this, I did a deep dive and I I came to it. I think that it is a just a hot train wreck mm-hmm. of a, a there's they're all nightmares. I love them all and mm-hmm. it's just it's really fun to come in late and I don't I love the new people. Danielle, one of them named Danielle, who I oh appreciate. Oh my god. She is really fun. Fu- Jen Fuda? No, Rachel Fuda. Rachel, I printed them out. <laughs> wow. I can't tell that. Yeah. Okay. So Rachel Fuda. The one with the newer nose job. The It looks like the newest nose job. Like in just the, off the, just <laughs> off the, the, the truck. Like just, just off the, like it may have been someone's first time doing a nose yes, job. Yes. When uh, Jen says to her, like, are you happy with your nose job? I mean, to say that to somebody. Oh, that was so mean, especially considering that Jen, like her, her nose job is not that great either. And the fact that she's married to a plastic surgeon and yet went to Turkey and got an (laughs) off-brand Turkish nose job and then came back and is rocking this new nose. Oh my God. It's a nightmare. So neither of them have great noses, but to 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 say to someone, are you happy? Knowing that there's no way she can be happy with that sort of God bless. I mean, 
Whoville knows. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you know what? I have to see the before because maybe yeah, it was it. like, maybe it was like a Muppet yeah. nose. And again, there's many nose jobs in my family. And I've told the story before how my gra- it was my grandmother's like dying wish that all of us got nose jobs. And then she died before I was of age. And so that, <laughs> <laughs> that saved oh, me your from poor grandmother. From, I know I didn't get to do her wish because it's, I wasn't, you know, I, I, my nose wasn't ready yet for, yeah. for what was to come. So I, so I didn't get one, but I probably would have had my grandmother, you know, not God bless her die. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like, you know, when you see those ads, like billboards for plastic surgery, yeah. where it's like $3,000 for one breast or like, yeah. it's like <laughs> discount plastic yeah. surgery in bulk. Uh-huh. And, and it looks like it's one of those nose it's jobs. It's a man in a van type of nose job. And yeah. also like, look, I am all for anyone doing whatever you need to feel better. People look great. So, but I do think bone structure is a part of it all. And like, you could have a good surgeon and just bad bone. Like, we don't know that we don't know what's under the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, we don't know what he was working with. Yeah. We so don't like, know. That's dangerous. It's just like you go down that road, you don't know what, you know, the, the base of the house is. You don't yeah, know. So yeah. you anything can happen. So I know, I know. It's, it's a really scary sort of, oh, you're, you're playing with fire and, and we don't know. We don't know. I know. And that family, I'm just, I'm concerned about that family's whole aesthetic anyway, because mm-hmm. her husband's facial the goatee yeah, cutoff the line to the rest of his face. It feels like there's too much face below the <laughs> beard. Do you know what I mean? It yes. feels like he should have let the beard go a little bit longer. It's like, I don't I don't understand his face. I believe Jersey has its own rules and maybe, and again, love New Jersey, family in New Jersey again, but there are different rules for different places. Like the facial hair rules, they're... they're I don't know what's happening because the other husband, I don't understand the facial hair in New Jersey. No, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to not, I mean, I, what I love about New Jersey, can I tell you? Yes. Is the food. Oh. There's so much, like I could look at those like, like pasta, pasta gourds. <laughs> Just the amount of food that's brought out in a no special, like, you know, the appetite, they're not really like selling, like on Beverly Hills, we're getting like tiny little food and nobody eats them. And like, mm-hmm. and it's always coming out in like a tiny little tray. And, and Jersey, it's just a thing of ziti. God bless them, each and every one of them. Every how- time, it's chafing dishes full yes. of food at the smallest brunch. Yes. There's like <laughs> chafing, just chafing dishes everywhere. And Seafood. Too. Speaking of seafood. Yeah, so much seafood in a hot sun. Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. And now my, I'm feeling different about seafood than I used to. Cause I feel like seafood was classy growing up. And mm-hmm. now, now I've switched. You've switched over. I think seafood is garbage food now. Really? What about yeah. like, uh, what about like crab legs and, and, and lobster? I think that's what garbage people think is fancy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember growing up, I thought bacon-wrapped 
And we said it like this, bacon wrapped scallops. We said scallops <laughs> growing up. But I remember thinking bacon wrapped scallops, scallops were the uh-huh. fanciest thing in the whole wide world. And I think that it's just like nouveau riche to think like, crab legs and lobs like that's that's the shit that classy people eat well you know i used to work at a city crab and seafood company never forget (laughs) r.i.p which i thought was called crabs crabs and more crabs everybody for years (laughs) because that was a menu item crabs crabs and more crabs Mm -hmm. but i too grew up thinking and i grew up in florida so there was seafood willy-nilly but thinking it was very classy and then seafood uh, city crab and seafood was very expensive. So I assumed be, they charged a lot because it was fancy, but I think maybe they were just screwing everybody over. But we did mm-hmm. have a lot of people from New Jersey when they would come into the city, they would come to our restaurants. So. Right, right, right. Because you'd be like, this is this is classy. Steak yeah, is classy. classy. Seafood is classy. I'm going to get you a shrimp dinner. Yeah, sh- shrimp and chops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna... Like that's classy. Now... I'm curious what you think of Teresa's brother, Joe, not coming to her uh, love bubble party. I, first of all, I cannot enough with the love bubble. I know I can't. It's been years. It's it's been been too, too like, it's not a bubble anymore. I like, and also you just know it's going to pop. If you keep setting it up as we're in this love bubble, I think that Joe is just a hot little that he's just like a hot little little man that needs to calm down a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just forgive her. I I hated Teresa when I first started, and now I'm on her side. Me it's too. A- I, I did the same thing, Erica. I used to be like, it's all her fault, but they have been gaslighting us this entire time. And audience have come for me and say, that's not true. And I stand my ground. I do. I do. I think that he is like, just get over it. And I do feel like maybe Teresa's daughters are right, that maybe they're just, Joe and Melissa are just in it for the cameras. And it's just, I don't know, it's sad. Just get over it, Joe. Yeah. Also, who wants to be a bridesmaid in a wedding right now? Exactly. That's something I wanted to be when I was like 22 years old. If I had to be a bridesmaid in a wedding. And also, I will say this, as we get older, ladies, we don't need as many bridesmaids. We can no. just have one person standing up there. And I, again, I got married older too. Like I, you know, I just feel like one person, two people tops. Let's. I I had seven. <laughs> I had seven brides That's bridesmen so and groups, and there were fourteen. And then that wasn't even enough. I had like two extras on each side. I had a, a grown up. Uh, flower girl and a grown up uh, <laughs> ring bearer. Yeah, I do and, like that. That 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 made, that was yeah, fun. <laughs> that that was that was fun. That's what they should do. They should be not be taking it so seriously. Like it's just sad and weird. And then to invite the your sister in law's mother. Like I do think she can be insulted. Like oh. I, I felt close to this family. I'm sad I wasn't there, but to take a stand about, like, again, it's like, who cares? Who like, cares about any of that? I know it's crazy, but I, the most I've been concerned about is that woman that they had in that bubble. Yeah. 
worried about her. I worried about her so much. Because also it was a daytime party mm-hmm. and she's just in that little bubble on the swimming pool, like for hours and hours just doing a dance. And it made me, I was very concerned for her health. And then and then people weren't noticing the bubble. And I don't know how much Teresa paid for the bubbles, but she kept on having to say, look, my love bubble. <laughs> just in pointing it out to people. Yes. Because it was smaller in stature and it wasn't like, you know what I mean? And so to hire a love bubble and then not have everyone like see it, she had to point it out. Like it was a yeah. lot of trouble. It also felt like there were not like maybe 30 people at the party. It wasn't like a big enough party to ha- to warrant a dancer in the love bubble in the pool, you know, like she should, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just concerned about that family, that whole family. The bubble family. The bubble (laughs) family. (laughs) Now thoughts on Jennifer Aiden uh, going to everybody and kind of gossiping about Marge and trying to get people on her side. I'm going to say something real quick. Let me just set it up. Say it. I love Jennifer Aiden. I think what? she's a terrible... No, hear me? <laughs> okay, because I don't... I don't... Oh. I love her, Erica. Love oh. her. Oh, my God. Love her. I think she's fantastic. I want her on my TV all the time. Do I want to be best friends with her? No, that is not the category. But I love her. And she's utterly watchable. She will say anything. She's... It's weird to root for someone's husband even when they've cheated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never rooted for someone who cheated on his wife while she was nine months pregnant. Yeah. To make me root for the husband when that... That is a feat. <laughs> that is an accomplishment. We have to give her our props, right? I get I I get it. I yes, yes. <laughs> you have to look at it from that point of view. You know what? Thank you for changing my mind. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because that was incredible. I I mean, he's very but I get it. I kind of get it. Because <laughs> if she's so she's when you're pregnant, you're a nightmare, but she's not pregnant right now. No. She's a fucking nightmare. I cannot imagine just wanting to go home to her at all, ever. I know, I know oh. but that's why I love her. Oh. I'm, I'm worried about the kids. The kids are great right now, but I also am like worried about like, you know, she does seem to spoil them a little yes, bit. Yes, a party bus for oh a 17 year old. Can oh you, my if God. I, if my parents, my parents would have looked at me and been like, you work, get, you do with your yeah. money what you need to do. And we don't need to facilitate this. I, and he knows it, Bill knows it, that, that she's ruining them. I have to say one of my favorite, I, I'm not sure if I hadn't heard the New Jersey taglines at the beginning. This was like the first time I actually heard them or they were new this week, but this was, I'm going to do a reading of Teresa's, okay? And I just need you to hear what I heard. Okay, Okay. ready? This is it exactly. Blood may be thicker than water, but it's harder to clean up when spilled. (laughs) I know, and I know that that was like the 25th take, too. They were like, more energy, more, you sell it. I also wrote down, payback's a bitch, so start barking. Because I was so confused by what, by Jennifer's. Again, it's not as, you can't draw a straight line in that one, you know, like it's not. Oh, you asked me a question about her talking about Margaret and going behind her back and stuff. I don't, what is the information that came out of that though? We haven't heard that yet, right? No, no. What she she, got from Margaret's best friend. Yeah, we haven't heard that yet. Or at least I don't like Margaret's, uh, 
a, a, a bad mom. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. They're, they, her and Margaret, you know, are always going for each other. So, like, they're, it's always like, you've che- there's nothing more to be said about Margaret. Well, yeah, she cheated on the husband yeah. to marry the, like, I don't know. I feel like New Jersey's become too much about, like, gotcha. Like, ooh, I got you and I got you. I yeah. still love it, but... I liked it better when they were at least trying to be friends and real drama occurred as to, like, all this this off-camera maneuvering is not—I want to watch it. Yeah, like, it's not, it's not fun that Jennifer Aiden went to go talk to her best friend, and we don't even see it. We just hear yes. about it, you know? Like, bring it—like, put it on camera. Well, Casey and I always say, like, these women should have GoPros all the time. Like, 100%. we don't ever want them off camera. We need to never, see everything. Never, never, never. Although, I do want someone off camera, and that is Jen Fessler. Jen Fessler. She's not a she's not the addition that we need. She's not. She's trying too hard to perform for the cameras. She's really I'm I'm hilarious. I'm Jen yeah. Fessler. I love yes. like I'm I'm over it. She's not I'm not there. Yeah. Thank you no. for your service, Jen Fessler. Yeah. Please we, please move on. Please, please exunt. Stage left. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but thank you. But again, exunt. thank you. Exunt. Um, show the New Jersey didn't give us tons this week. It was kind of like a whatever episode. Shall we um, move on to Potomac? Oh my God! Yes, we should. Now I know you're a Potomac lady through and through. I've been with these ladies from the beginning, and Danielle, I have done a little bit of a deep dive. Ooh, here. I love this. Okay, so. I'm always fascinated. First of all, I don't like Candace. I think Candace is one of the meanest people in the entire world. I think she goes for the jugular. She, like calling someone Sesame, like she's just a meanie. Disagree. So, (laughs) I know you, you. You like it. You think she's the ni- you think she's the nicest person in the world. Oh, that's net I don't even think about it. It's <laughs> not, not on my radar, Erica. I'm not a part I love of my that. Okay, other So thoughts. so anyway, pageants. Pageants, you're in. So as you know, Ashley and Candace are both beauty queens, right? Mm -hmm. They come to us from beauty queens. So I, Ashley was Miss District of Columbia in the Miss America pageant. That's that's huge. That's a big deal. A small district, but a big deal. A big deal. A competitive district. Mm -hmm. Very competitive. Uh My my history in garbage television Mm -hmm. originated with toddlers and tiaras. Yes. That's where you came to us from. And you even gone to like a child beauty fashions as an adult. I, I have been to many, many beauty pageants. I love beauty pageants. My dance teacher growing up was a former Miss Congeniality. My best Ooh. friend growing up was Miss New Mexico. I've been to Miss America. I've been to Miss Universe. I've been to local pageants. Those wow. are my favorite. I remember you going to one by like an airport at like an airport Marriott as of recent. Yes. I went to a child beauty pageant alone <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon at an airport Marriott. It's so worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> the worrisome part is that they just let me in. They had no, no checks. No there balances. were no checks and balances. <laughs> there was no security. I just walked right in and they had this one number where little girl came out and they and Britney Spears Toxic was playing and they said, oh no, Ashlyn looks toxic in this number. 
Which no. is not, that's no. not what you say. That's not, that's no, so, that's yeah. But my favorite one ever was the Miss Hollywood Southland pageant. Ooh, okay. Which is a local pageant. Okay. And it was right after 9-11. Oh. And um, they dedicated the swimsuit portion to the victims of 9-11. No. And the announcers sang New York, New York. Well, women walked around in swimsuits. <laughs> the darkest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> the darkest. And then the talent competition. This woman dressed as FDR, rolled out in a wheelchair. Okay. As FDR. So she's in a wheelchair as FDR. As okay. FDR. Gave the day that will live in infamy, infamy speech after Pearl Harbor. Yes, we, for those who don't know, FDR had polio and was in a wheelchair for the yes. last years of his presidency. I'm just setting context, historical context. Thank you. Uh, your readers, uh, your readers, your <laughs> listeners, people read this, right? This yeah, they read it. They read the text of this, yes. The, the <laughs> listeners are very smart and very into historical uh, context. I'm yep. sure. I'm sure of it. So she rolled out, did this whole FDR monologue thing. And then at the end, just stood up and said, thank you and walked off and left this just like wheelchair sitting there. Oh my God. Oh, it was this so wonderful. wild. It's oh. wild. You know, I love Candace. And I, and again, I, she's the funniest housewife that we've had in a really long time. She makes me laugh. I think her journey is real. I love her little napkin squares that poking square. her eyes. <laughs> I, know, I love so her. I feel for her. She has mother issues. I have some not, different mother issues, but I have my own mother issues. So I relate to her. I think she's gorgeous. She's I think gorgeous. her marriage with Chris is real. And I think that he and she love each other. I It's a real relationship. And I'm mad at Giselle for thinking that she could undermine and destroy, especially with everything that was going on with Robin. What I'm curious where you, th- what you think of the Robin of it all. Fire her. Fire, Fire her. Why, why, why? Because I think that, first of all, she's always been the most boring of those housewives. Like that episode where it's just Robin is going to make a field day. Who cares? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need Robin. I'm over Robin. And the fact that she, the one like kind of interesting thing about her, she doesn't play out on camera. It's Mm -hmm. just get someone more interesting in there. I'm over it. I'm totally over it. And, and I feel like Giselle, who I do love Giselle so much, but her trying to make this whole thing about Chris, like it feels like there's not enough plot in Potomac right now. We need to get somewhere. You didn't think Mia's cancer scare was a good plot? Well, I was, I couldn't sleep thinking she had cancer. (laughs) I really took it to heart. I love Mia. What do you think of Mia? Oh, she's just a gem of a mess. I love her so much. Now, I don't love that she willy nilly. Did I say Willie Neely? Willie Neely. Willie Neely accuses people of things. And I the fact that she was accusing Wendy of sleeping with Peter, that was crazy. Like, none of us even believe, no one believes that Wendy is sleeping with Peter. Nobody believes that. Sorry. But I, I loved it, though. I was like, okay, yes. I, just the random, the randomness of it was fantastic. And too. also the fact that, like, 
no one really believes what Mia says anymore. So even if it is that, like, after that, you know, and again, I know the housewives play fast and loose with cancer. They play <laughs> so fast and loose. Everybody has, like, quote unquote, had it. There have been fakings. There have been, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah. it's when anyone says it at this point, everyone's like, ah, let me check the receipts because none of us <laughs> believe it anymore, which is sad because cancer obviously affects everybody's family, everybody's friend group. So like, it's a very real scary thing, but we don't believe it in the housewives world. But, but after that, Mia just lost all credibility. And even like when she was talking about her businesses last week and the board and all of that stuff, I I couldn't follow it. But then somebody DM me and it was like, no, she didn't, you know, maybe explain in the best way, but like that is the real setup. And I'm like, I still don't believe it. I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. Yeah, I don't. So she owns these, by the way, the fact that it's chiropractic stuff too, like what does she know about chiropractic? I don't, it's that so That doesn't seem to matter. It's just like Arby's franchises, right? You love you Arby's. Can just, <laughs> <laughs> not to promote Arby's, but Arby's is the best. You, we for Erica's birthday got you a bunch of Arby's gift certificates. It was $50 worth of Arby's gift cards. And you can get so much with $50 at Arby's. FYI, you're eating for a year at Arby's with $50. I I still, I think there's like $9 left on it. (laughs) The fact that you've even gone through that makes me worry about your insides. But what if I have a heart attack on the show today? But I, again, plug for Arby's, guys. <laughs> I also, I love that I come out against seafood being classy and really... <laughs> You're like, Arby's is where it's at. Seafood is trash, but Arby's is very elegant. I Look, I don't understand board structure. I don't, I don't get it at all. But just the way she was throwing around numbers made me think she doesn't understand it either. And I don't... It, none of it felt real, but I, I just love Mia. I love... Oh, and I love that Wendy was like, you're around here fucking for lobsters. And Mia's like, yep. <laughs> she never <laughs> denies it. She's always like... Yep. Like, that's what I love about her. She, yeah, she has a past. She was a stripper at a, at a steak and steak seafood and lobster restaurant. Steak yeah. Uh, yeah, see? I do love her. and I, But I wish she had a better husband, though. I think he is not the classiest of guys. But I think he's the perfect husband for her. I feel like their relationship works. For, like, we have to just see it as, again, I, you know, I, I really, as you know, as me as a writer, I was your yep. employee. Yes. Um, I really look at the whole picture. <laughs> that was why I hired you. Because you're big picture, Danielle. Never... Never any specifics. No, you weren't good at like, uh, no, but just like, we should do a story. Yes. And that's what I think. It's like, he's a man. He loves her. She gives him threesomes and blowjobs galore. Like he, it's, it works for them. He gives her chiropractic clinics. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it works for them. Um, I will, on a serious note, I will, uh, I do want to address the fact that they talked about colorism on the show, because I do think that that is something that has played out. And again, as two white women here, we're not going to delve into that. No, I'm definitely not delving into that, but I found it really interesting. Me too. And I was glad that Andy, you know, gave the floor and said, you guys need to talk about this. It is something that's happening on the show. People have written to me in DMs about it on the show. And I'm so glad it felt like, you know, I felt for Candace. She Again, I love her so much and she was so emotional about it and we really got to hear her and it felt like the other woman heard her and Wendy speak about it 
so beautifully and put it so well that I think even people that aren't living in that can understand it and see it. And and I think most of the women heard her and heard her and Wendy and except for Giselle, and Candace said this herself in a tweet, you know, I followed the ladies, uh, that <laughs> she felt that. Wait, they're on Twitter? Uh, I know, shocking. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I'm so glad that they spoke about it and got to be heard. And I hope that they are heard um, by the ladies on the show and people watching it. And I'm really glad that even in this you know, this this world of garbage, I, I that's another reason that I love these shows is because they right. do tackle real important things. And so that's why, like, we joke about it being garbage, but God bless if we can learn about, you know, real things that are happening, real serious things. That, I mean, that's why I wanted more of that because they were also very human at that moment and no one was trying to put, like, I loved, like, um, the the woman from New Jersey who's has the eating disorder. Yes, Jackie, Jackie, yeah. Jackie, that to me was some of the best television. It was just yes. watching her go through that. And I that's that's why I just want them to open up more on a real level. Yes. Because yes, it's fun to watch the fighting and the dumbness and the making mozzarella and stuff. The, but the moths potty, the moths, yeah. The moths, the moths. But it's really like the more they can couple that with real stuff, I think it's going to also add to the longevity of the show and just keep going. You know what I mean? Like I felt so connected with them and I wanted, it was one of the few moments where I was like feeling Candace and rooting for her and liking her. Whereas before she'd just been so mean. And I was like, oh, this again, that's another reason I root for her, but (laughs) well, you win, you win. But no, you're right. And I feel like it makes it deeper when we find these moments, these real, real moments, people speaking from their heart, people speaking the truth. And I do think we get these in in these shows, which yeah. is which is so important. And I, I want more of them. I speak to all of them. It's like, show us, you show us who you are. The more you show us who you are, the more we see ourselves and we root for you and we want right. to watch it all. I mean, it's the best way to make people like you or to flip the script on you. You know what I mean? Is to really like going with like, that's why I'm mad about Robin. If Robin had opened up about this and all of these, all of what she was going through, like not to talk about Miami yet, but like Lisa on Miami Mm -hmm. and what she is going through with Lenny and this divorce. And it's so, I think this is a great transition to Miami. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh my God. The, it's just so it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking and it's very real, but it, it's so like just seeing all of those moments play out on camera. She's so vulnerable and so open and I'm so happy that she's doing it. I'm so devastated. She's going through all of this, but I really I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's good television. It's very quality. It is. It's good television and it's not trying so hard. It just right. is. That's why it's like if when they live their truth, which is, I do think what Andy wants and why people are so mad at Robin, what you're saying is like, give us the truth, not the manufactured thing of Chris that never felt believable. Like never. Michael Darby was pinching butts. That was truth. And he was fucking that woman in a casino Yes, hotel. these are truths. Let, let, yes. Let, the manufacturedness of things. We don't care. Just like in Beverly Hills, we didn't care about like Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy or whatever that bullshit storyline was. Like we right. don't want fake drama. We don't, that's why Lisa Rinna comes off so bad and that whole Kathy Hilton thing. Not yes. that it didn't happen, but it felt fake. It didn't feel, but we're like, 
We're getting the least, we're not saying terrible things should happen to you. We're just saying like, let the things that happen to you breathe on camera. That's, we feel it. And, you know, not to get so serious, but I, and I just, that's what we're here for. We want to see life right. played out on camera. And right, so, right. Yeah. And yeah, that's why the Joe Gorga thing feels fake. Because he should just be like, I'm sorry. Now let's get into more about Miami because. <sighs> yeah. Can we talk about Adria? I mean, I love fucking Miami. I'm I was so late to the game. As I said, I didn't read. I, I knew the first few seasons, but I didn't really watch them. And so these last two seasons have been a brilliant. It is a so good. <laughs> it is so good. And it was so for for the true fan to see Leah Black back. Oh, to see <gasps> Leah Black. Even I know who Leah Black. I mean, I she's always been sort of like small doses, Leah Black. Small doses. Yeah, small doses. I could not figure out what the venue she was meeting Lisa in, though. There was, was it like, her house? Was it a I don't think there seemed to be employees. There was a pillow which I couldn't read because there was a person for it, but it had a quote on it by Leah Black. Like she put <laughs> one of her own quotes on this pink pillow. Um, I just couldn't, she had a big bump it. Like I, yeah. there were people bringing things. I don't know. It was just such a treat to get to see her. Yeah, I really, I enjoyed seeing her again. Yeah. Adriana, can we talk about Adriana? Oh my God. I, she's such a mess. She's such a mess. But I do love her so, so much because she just has no, like remember when she was going to live on that boat? With that Frenchman? I Do forgot, you, just because that, that was in the, those were in the earlier. Okay, <laughs> so this, we just started out with her and she, I don't remember if she's married to the guy or what, but he was like, I bought this old crumbling yacht and we're going to move out of this beautiful house and we're going to live on this just like crumbling boat. And they would go visit the boat and she was like, I guess we're going to move on this boat. And it was like, that to me was just, oh, she's that's her. just, that's, that's her. But to compare like a twisted ankle. Not even twisted. Let's, let, let's not get that twisted. It, it wasn't twisted. It was uh, just hurt for a minute. It was like, a, she rolled it. Yeah, yeah, we've all like, been there. It doesn't we've feel all been great. There. Yeah, it doesn't feel great, but you 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 walk oh, it off. It's a walk it off injury. It, it's a walk it off. But to do the wheelchair and then compare that, and I my favorite part of that whole thing was when Adriana was a lot like me, where when you're when you know you fucked up and said something you shouldn't, instead of just immediately apologizing, mm -hmm. you you just sort of dig in a little yes. bit. Yes. Yes. And you know you should. And you could tell she was, but, but I, like, oh, it was just fantastic. And then the way the other ladies left and we're going and just squatting in three feet of water. <laughs> like they were just, oh, she's such a bitch. She's an asshole. But they're all just sitting in the water, clearly urinating because they've been drinking <laughs> since 10 a.m. And no one just squats in water and hangs out and sits without just pee. There's so much pee around them. <laughs> Didn't even think oh about that. Thank God you're here to 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 really again breaking breaking another story right here. <laughs> if you go back and watch it, you'll see. You can There's see so much urine in that. There's so much. But urine then for them all to then do separate tables. I mean, so there there's eight of them and or seven of them and they're at separate tables now across the restaurant. Two women have to go from table to table to bridge the gap and the other women won't see each other, won't talk to each other. And then accident, and it's both, it's at, at both tables, there's a birthday. <laughs> I know, it's just, 
And also, it's at a Katsuya. Yeah, it's at a Katsuya at like Bahamar or something like that. They're at a chain restaurant. (laughs) By the way, two of my friends were at Bahamar while the Real Housewives were there. No! What I would give, Erica. What I would give. And I was like, what? Tell me. Gish, give me everything. What did you see? They said that they saw them at Katsuya, but didn't want to go there because they live in Los Angeles. Why would you go to Katsuya? But they said they saw them filming something in the casino over and over, like they'd all walk forward and then they had to do a bunch of retakes of it. So it was like scripted. You know, I hear that all the time about the housewives. It's like, oh, I saw they were getting different angles. And I'm like, I, ref- I hear it and I refuse to hear it. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I acknowledge that that happens and yet I don't let it, I don't let it go into my no. brain, into yeah, my I've, brain hole because yeah, I can't. I, I think I that's to- important. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really important of you. Now, I struggle with age, you know, and I said last week that I had never heard the song, Faya. Um, I, but then a lot of people said, no, it is out. And it is a banger. I have to say, and they do play it a lot on the show. And I'm so happy. I do think it's a good show that could create world peace. And yes. I take back what I said last week, because I was like, what is this song? Why did you think it's good? Like, it's a banger. It's, it's a banger. Like, like, let's play it all over the world. And mm-hmm. I love, I do love the song. Her video party was the saddest party I've ever <laughs> made eyes on. That, the video, the the <laughs> quality of the... I, in Lubbock, Texas, there was a place where you could make a video in the mall. Mm-hmm. And this was the that same quality of her in the green screen. And like, oh, it is a banger and it deserves a better video. It deserves more. We need, again... I know that there were problems in making the video with the other ladies and the, at, at that aside, like, let's give it, it's a great song. Let's give it the, the, the video it deserves. Let's give it the party instead of us just like sitting at some banquets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The banquets in like a weird, a weird old Italian restaurant yeah, and then showing I, the video. I more, I mean, look. She is problematic in the sense that what she said to Adriana, you can't come back. I don't know how you come back from that. Like, that's not just a, hey, girl, sorry. Like, her text to Adriana. Adriana's text to Alexia was bad. You can't just say, like, hey, girl, uh, my bad. She literally said, my bad. I just don't think you can use my bad as as an apology for comparing your twist ankle to the terrible life threatening, life-changing accident that her son had. Like, you, my badge shouldn't be anywhere near that. But I will say the beginning part of it, the beginning part of that text did sound very sincere because it was like, I'm very sorry. I think she just ended it on a my badge. She, and she I also, didn't land the plane. She didn't land the plane. No. <laughs> it was a really nice landing. And then right at the end, it just flipped over on top yeah. of itself. <laughs> and went into uh, an yeah. airport. Like it, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't go great. And also what she said to Marisol about... Like, oh, your husband, your ex said he was never in love with you. That, that's a hard thing to come that's back. Not, <laughs> that's not a nice. It's one of those things like, oh, why'd you, why'd you bring that up? Yeah. But then, but then their research about Bumble, and I, I've never been on Bumble, but that mm-hmm. you have, that the woman has to reach out first. Yeah. So, so Adriana was reaching out to Marisol's ex first on Bumble. That yes. was sketchy. Yeah. That was a sketchy thing. So. And that's the type of research that you do. 
I know. That I know. was, you know, you should be an official. If you're, if this writing thing doesn't work out for you, which oh, it doesn't not, seem like it is. It's not going great. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> seem like it is. I'm going to be honest. You yeah. could have a second career as a Real Housewife receipt taker maker. Oh, oh, I would love it. And I will, I will definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, Adriana needs to, but she, for me, is like Candace is for you, where mm-hmm. I just love seeing her as a fucking mess. Like, yeah. and I didn't, it was so weird because when she was saying, but I'm alone, I, I wouldn't have any food by myself. <laughs> you're getting paid by the Real Housewives. You have enough to go to Trader Joe's and get a few things. Like, yes. I, you're going to be okay. Yeah, there's also delivery services. Yeah, like, it's so- not... Um, I'm not concerned for you. Oh, speaking of fake stories, I feel like the Julia adopting, I feel like that feels like a fake story. It might be. I do think she is an empty nester and flipping out, but I don't think that they're going to... Because I do think that if you were meaning to adopt a child, you couldn't just be like a one-on-one thing. Like, hey, my wife and I are going to adopt a child. <laughs> oh, she's not around. She but can't you know be what I mean? She's a yeah. world-famous tennis player. But Yeah, like you have to come in as a couple. So that to me feels fake. I do, I think that they're not going to get a baby. I think they'll just get another goat or something. You know, like she's, yeah. she's always got just animals. Animals God. and diapers. <laughs> I, it's too much. And I'm an animal lover. I have a dog. I know you have a dog and a cat. And chickens. And you have chickens. I forgot you have chickens. I have You're chickens. You're basically Julie. And look, I get it. We had to have, we had to put little vests on our chickens for a while because they, um, henpeck each other. So if they get a, an injury, you have to put a little vest on the chicken. So our chickens were wearing vests for a while. I'm like, and they must have looked so smart. They were, I mean, yeah, they're they're super smart chickens. But <laughs> they looked at what they are. They're not like Argyle vests. I just picture them in like Argyle, like smart sort of three-piece suit vests. <laughs> well, a obviously because they wear little bowlers. Yeah. And a Brooks, bro- a Brooks Brothers, like, sort of smart, smart Yeah. Best. No, they're Annie and Senator are sophisticated Well, their names chickens. are Annie and Senator. You really set them up for success when you <laughs> name them names like that. Anything else you want to say about Miami? And then I, I will let you go. I just want to say that um, I love it. Oh, I, there's one real moment. That end when Lisa's mother-in-law, who Oof. has been supporting her finally says, uh, well, you were gone for a couple of weekends. I, my heart broke into a thousand pieces. Like, well, if you left for a weekend, you then my son you can fuck someone up. Like that. Yeah. I mean, Lisa made her fucking beet soup. Or what's I the? Know. I know. Borscht. Yeah, I, borscht. Yes, beet, beet soup. Erica. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How dare you not get that? Borscht. She's making her beet soup borscht. Her famous beet soup borscht. famous beet soup. I mean, that was a dark moment when she turned, because she is like, at least I know I'm in the right. Even Lenny's mother is on my side. And then Lenny got her under his, I mean, he's a bad, bad man. He's such a bad guy. He's such a bad guy. And I'm just so happy because I hope that everybody fucking hates him and then he can't do new titties anymore. And then he has to live in a condo. I hope uh, that for him. Uh, I, I sadly, I don't think Miami is filled with women who want tits from anyone. You think they want uh, me? I'm from. I'm from there, Erica. You're right. Quit it's- bragging. <laughs> 
it just no again. I know. You know, it, it's just he's not. He'll only he'll only prosper. Like maybe the yeah, you're right. Well, anyway, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Erica Rivanoia, a joy, a pleasure. I loved every moment of this. I love you. I love the work that you're doing. Thank you. What you do is important. Thank you. And I thank you for your service. Thank you. And I thank you for your important works. Everybody watch Clone High when it comes out in the spring on uh, maybe HBO Max, if that's still HBO Max. And I want to just thank Amelia and Kate and Earwolf and Erica and myself and Casey, Casey Rose, though she's not here right now. She's always in our hearts and our souls and in our uh, undercarriages. <laughs> <laughs>